This is an EM Pulse Heartbeat with your hosts, Sarah Medeiros and Julia Magana. So I'm here standing outside the emergency department with Heidi. And um, Heidi, why did you come in today? Um, I came in to get off of opiates. And what brought you in? How did you decide to come to UC Davis? Um, well, I heard about a friend of mine gave me a Tommy Trevino's phone number. Okay. And so um, so you gave Tommy a call? Yes. I. Um, well, my phone was broken, so he uh, <laughs> was texting with me. So. But he texted me all the way up until I came in the door, and he met me right at the front door. That's great. And <laughs> what did you think was going to happen when you got here? Um, well, I thought like I thought it was going to be worse. I thought like we were going to have to do an intake and all that. Like I thought it was going to be like a long, drawn-out process, mm-hmm. which it wasn't. And he told you that the plan was for Suboxone? Yes. For buprenorphine? Yes. Okay. And had you, did you know anything about that beforehand? Um, yes, I've been exposed to it. I've never been on it, though. Okay. Do you think you would have come in otherwise or sought treatment otherwise? No, if it wasn't for Tommy texting me up until I walked through the door, um, I would not have come in probably. Yeah. Well, we're really glad you did. Um, and then, so today when you came in, how are you feeling? I was feeling terrible. I was withdrawing. And then we gave you the buprenorphine. How long did it take before it started to kick in? Um, two minutes. <laughs> and then you feel pretty normal now? And then pretty I feel good. good now, yeah. That's awesome. And so hopefully we were able to set you up with follow-up, and hopefully all that will go well for you. Thank you. So thanks for speaking with us. I wish you all the best. In March 2018, we spoke with Dr. Gail D'Onofrio and Dr. Josh Elder about how the game has changed, and now we in the emergency department can be part of the solution to the opiate epidemic. And we can do this by initiating treatment of buprenorphine in the emergency department. To follow up with that, I'm here with Dr. Amy Mullen, who is the current Cal ASEP president, and she was an important part of starting our own buprenorphine program here at UC Davis. Amy, can you tell us about that program? I think this is part of a broader view of emergency medicine where we're starting to recognize our role in public health and that we are seeing patients with substance use disorder, with addiction, who are suffering from withdrawal, and we need some better tools on how to treat these patients. And so what I've been a part of is a project through the ED Bridge program in California, which essentially is a big toolkit on how to start a program in your ER and giving ERs the resources to take care of patients who are suffering from addiction, suffering from withdrawal, and how we can do our job as emergency physicians and stabilize and refer those patients to treatment. And where can providers get access to ED Bridge? How can they be a part of that? So it's actually, everything is online. And if you just go to ED Bridge and there's everything, protocols, is all online. So it's it's designed to be a one-stop shop of how to start this in your ER or just send me an email and I'm happy to chat. So we'll put a link to your personal cell phone on, oh no, just kidding. We'll put a link to ED Bridge resources on the show notes here as well. It should also be up on the California ASAP website. So soon we haven't fully developed that page, but all those resources will be up there as well. So on a practical level, how does that work in our emergency department, in our hospital, when a patient comes in that needs opiate treatment? So our emergency department has been extremely blessed in that we have a substance use counselor. His name is Tommy, and he is really the driver and the heart and the soul of our program at UC Davis. 
So he has a certificate program in the state of California. He's a certified drug and alcohol counselor. And he has expertise in motivational interviewing and really connecting with patients who are suffering from addiction and kind of getting them into the emergency department, getting them into treatment. And really, he walks them through every step of the way. And he is providing the warm handoff for our patients He's also, I think, really increased the comfort level of our doctors in treating addiction. And we also know if I see someone on Saturday at 2 a.m. and I put that patient on his list that he will follow up. And so I have full confidence as a provider that I can start someone to treatment and he will follow up and make sure that that person makes that link and gets them into treatment. So if somebody comes in that wants uh, treatment for opiate addiction and is withdrawing, you start them on the uh, buprenorphine or Suboxone, and then you put them on Tommy's list, and Tommy will call and follow up with them and make sure that they get into the right outpatient follow-up. Is that a fair summary? Yes, exactly. I see someone at 2 o'clock in the morning. I can start them on buprenorphine. I can give them enough to bridge them over till Monday. And I know that he will call that patient. He will follow up with them. He will make an appointment at the clinic and make sure that they get into the clinic. And so far at UC Davis, we've had about 47 patients. And in that cohort, we have lost only one patient. There's been one person who did not walk through the clinic door. That seems spectacular for any treatment follow-up. I mean, I feel like that's not even true with my uh, infections that I'm having to follow-up or fracture follow-up. Um, that just seems like an incredibly successful uh, approach. Yeah, you know, he's been amazing. And he it, it really is a testament to, one, his skill at interviewing patients, his skill at connecting with patients, and, you know, Patients in the community have really come to rely on him and know that he is that resource and he is providing that lifeline to patients. And I I think there are people who are going into treatment because of him and his ability to connect with them. Now, with ED Bridge, you mentioned there's other programs in the community or other programs within inside of our system or the system here in California that are also trying to use uh, buprenorphine to treat opiate addiction. Are they successful? If so or if not, what are some of the components that make this uh, more successful or less successful? Right. So it's interesting as we try and scale this up and teach other emergency departments how to replicate what we're doing at UC Davis and what other emergency departments are starting to do. It's how do you make that connection? Like how do you bridge that gap between the emergency department and the clinic? And how do you reliably make that referral? And in most places, they're using a fax machine or, you know, in the days of technology, we're coming up with these cool computer systems that talk to each other and we're doing these electronic referrals. And I think what's lost in that is the human connection. And, you know, that person, that Tommy, who is makes that connection to the patient and that that patient knows there's someone on the other end of the phone that they can reach out to. And me as a physician, knowing that there's someone who's going to follow up with my patient and is going to find them and to make the phone calls and call the shelters and make sure that they identify, hey, I'm going to find that person. And you just don't get that with a fax machine. And so we're looking at, you know, follow-up rates of 30% in other places that are using the fax machine. And I think the difference is Tommy. 
That's awesome. I love that you're using the fax machine as a cool technology. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that human aspect is so, so important with these patients. And I just feel like these patients that are struggling with these deep pervasive issues that aren't just superficial, like a small infection or a little bit of cellulitis or something like that, that there's a bigger issue that they're having to overcome. Looking at them like a person and not just like as a problem or looking at their soul instead of just their issues is a really key part of success. And watching Tommy do some of this, I feel like he does that. Like he sees these as people and as potential for success there. I think what he does that the rest of us can learn from is he sees potential. He sees that person in recovery. And Mm -hmm. so when he's talking to someone suffering from addiction, he believes that they can get into recovery, I think, when they maybe don't believe in it themselves. And he looks at them and says, like, oh, I can see you in recovery. And um, he believes in them, I think, even when they don't believe in themselves. And you know, it's part of the stigma as emergency physicians and actually in the medical community that we need to get over. I look at a diabetic and I don't think like, oh, you are just destined for DKA and death and, you know, you didn't take your insulin and so I should just give up on you and it's a moral failing. You see a patient who like, hey, I just need to refill your insulin and you're going to be fine and we're going to get you through this acute crisis and it's all going to be good. There's not the judgment of a moral failing and I think we need to get there. Yeah, I love that that Tommy, not a fax machine, does that. (laughs) Awesome. Anything else you think we should know? Um, So I think that every emergency department could benefit from a substance use counselor. This is a huge part of our patient population, and it's a huge opportunity lost. It's a public health crisis that we could solve as emergency physicians. And I would love to put a Tommy in every ER. And so this year, as Calaset pushed for a budget request from the state budget to fund a substance use counselor in every emergency department in California, and we got really far. We got through both houses of the legislature, and I really thought we were going to get a major win and just change the game in California Um, But in the end, we lost in negotiations with the governor. But um, I'm not giving up California. We're going to try again next year. So I, I, I really believe this would just game change our practice in emergency medicine. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Amy, so much for talking with us. I really appreciate your perspectives as always. 